Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings, friends. It's me, Damian Mason. Thanks for being here on the Do Business Better podcast. Today's discussion, one you're going to enjoy because it ties into what I'm sure you have heard multiple different times in your life, probably from the time you were a child. Be careful who you listen to. And I can't I can't emphasize the importance of this enough. In fact, I make a point in my book, Do Business Better, about professionally who you listen to as well as personally who you listen to. So in our time here together right now, we're going to cover both of those things. Who you should listen to professionally, who you should listen to personally. That's going to change many things about your life, the success you will have, the good times, bad times, the trying times, and how you can prosper will come down a lot of times to the advice you seek. And I have a rule. If you keep up with any of my stuff, you've probably read, heard my rule about this advice. One very simple rule of advice. Don't ever take advice from someone who has not done what you are seeking to do. In other words, only take advice from someone who has actually accomplished what it is you are attempting to accomplish. You can say, Damien, you know, you go around, talk for a living. That's true. And I started out in comedy. 25 years ago, I was a political comedian. And if you asked me, hey, I need some advice about comedy. I need some advice about the business of comedy. I need some advice about how to write a joke. Damien, I need to know about how to deliver shtick. I would probably be a pretty good source of information for you. If you said, hey, Damien, I need to know how to do surgery on the inner ear uh, for a person that's got some hearing damage. I promise you, I am not the advice you are looking for on how to do ear surgery. Okay, now that is being a little bit uh, technical, but we're talking about what really happens. You've got your own business. You aspire to have your own business. You want to be successful. Every now and again, you get people that give you unsolicited feedback and advice, right? Hey, you know what you need to do? (laughs) You talk about coming up in comedy. If I had a nickel for every time some yahoo came up to me, hey, you know, I'd make your act better. Like, well, do you have a comedy act? Have you ever been in show business? Do you have a Screen Actors Guild card? Tell me why you would be qualified to inform me of how to change my act. Now, of course, you don't say that. You say, oh, really, tell me. And it's usually some asinine thing. Bring in shepherds on camels and have them, uh, you know, spinning spinning cartwheels off of their camels and uh, juggling plates. Okay, yeah, that'd be a great addition to my political comedy act. I'm being a little facetious here, but we all know that the world gives you advice whether you want it or not. Sometimes you need advice. Sometimes you need a kick in the shorts. Sometimes you need actual information. So when I told you up front, we're going to cover this old thing you've heard before, be careful you listen to, we're specifically going to talk about the professional and the personal and how it can impact you positively or negatively. Let's talk about professional. Say you own your own business. Say you don't. Say you just uh, own your own home. Say you work and have a normal job and you don't have your own business, but you own a car. You know that you're going to seek advice from a qualified mechanic when your car doesn't work or a qualified roofing contractor when you have a hailstorm, right? So let's think about the house of your business. 
There are three folks that we commonly turn to when we run our own enterprise. They are your banker, your accountant, and your attorney, right? Do not, do not mistake their expertise for their non-expertise. In other words, just because they are good at the things they do specifically does not mean that you should ever take business advice from them outside of their realm of expertise. Let me give you an example here. I'm buddies with my banker. He and I have known each other since kindergarten. He was on this very podcast. He and I do very well. And he's also maybe not the typical banker. That's why we do well together. But bankers in general are trained to play defense. You know, they have the money. They already have the money in general, right? So do they need to be out there uh, putting their ass on the line to buy three popsicle trailers to start up the, uh, the vending business? No, you're the one that's got your ass on the line that needs the money to buy the trailers to build your uh, catering business, let's say. Bankers think like defensive-minded business owners. They do not think like offensive-minded entrepreneurial business owners. In general, they have not had to. So when I say don't take their advice, yes, take their advice on revenue. Yes, take their advice on revenue projections and expense projections. Yes, take their advice on how to get the best loan package you can to uh, build your business, how you can get the lowest interest and the best terms. Those are all banker expertise. But taking risk, entrepreneurialism is usually not a banker expertise. Remember, these folks are not what you'd call the most entrepreneurial, innovative minds in our world. They thought the drive-up window was a brilliant revolution, right? Okay, bankers, lawyers, and accountants, all three of them trained to play defense. Can you get to where you want to go in your business by playing defense? Likely not. Now, is there a time to play defense? Absolutely. You don't need to go out and go hog wild and break your family and put yourself into an impoverished position just because of some, you know, some gusto that you want to go out and prove. We get that. Here's what you need to do. You need to look at these people and say, all right, I now know the thing about banker. Yes, you go to your banker when you need money, when you need financing advice. Well, not necessarily financial advice. Sometimes they give that as well. They can give you all the input you need on how to run your business's lending and how to build and use money as a tool. Use your bank as a tool was the lesson I got from my banker in that last podcast uh, that you should go back and listen to. What about your accountant speaking of money? Well, your accountant helps you stay legal with your government on your taxes and also helps you run your business from the standpoint of the balance sheet um, in terms of the expenses and the revenue, in terms of how you can maximize any government programs, how you can minimize your tax bill, how you can run your business so that it is solvent. Those are accounting questions. How you can make sure you're maximizing your retirement uh, contribution. Those are all issues for the accountant. But the accountant generally gets very, very, very scared over entrepreneurial spending. The accountant generally is all about protecting and crossing off uh, T's and dotting I's and making sure that everything is by the book. That's what you need to consider. So 
Be careful who you listen to. Your accountant is great advice on running the money side and the ledger of your business, not necessarily on the creative side of it. When you're coming up with a new idea, maybe you've got a new book or a new promotion or a new product or a new marketing method or a expansion. Yes, when you talk to them about the expansion, you say, here's what the numbers look like. And the accountant helps you crunch that. You don't say, should we do this? Based on the numbers? Yes. Based on, do you feel good about it? Accountants never feel good about anything. They actually enjoy having accounting meetings with the IRS, for God's sakes. That's what accountants do. So I'm just telling you, be careful about that. What about attorneys? Well, you know, everybody makes cracks about attorneys. I'm going to tell you my thought. I've hired lots of lots of attorneys throughout the years. Real estate transactions, I've always had an attorney involved. Uh, you know, various other things from your will to your legal estate to uh, whatever things you need to do. Setting up contracts with your business, you need an attorney. You know what you don't need? You don't need an attorney advising you on how to grow your business because generally, again, attorneys think about how not to get sued. Remember, they all went to law school with little versions of themselves. Hell, they know that lawyers suck. They know that lawyers suck, meaning suck the life out of our society through lawsuits. So they know that there's going to be some sucker going to sue them. That's why they play defense. They look at how to not get sued, how to not get sued, how to not get sued. And that's no way to go through life necessarily and certainly no way to build your business. All right, I told you to be careful you listen to and those three professional things. Use them by all means. You need legal counsel. You need legal documents. You need contracts. You need the things that lawyers provide you. What you don't need that lawyers would willingly provide you is their business wisdom, because oftentimes it is all just tinged with how things can go badly and how to avoid losing. It's a very defensive minded. It's bunker mentality almost. Same goes for accountants. Bunker mentality. How can we hunker down and not save or not spend a, a nickel? You know, Don Draper in the awesome television series that was Mad Men said once when he was confronted by the business manager at the ad agency who was yelling about expenses, he said, you know what? You're stifling us. We throw away paper around here because we're discarding bad ideas. And of course, the rebuttal was we, we throw away paper because we're using it to sop up spilled drinks. Now, the truth is somewhere in between. You're not going to build your business and be at its most creative if every second of the way it's just how cheap can I be, how can I not save, or how can I not spend this nickel. Now let's talk about who you do listen to. You know, if you run your own enterprise like me, you might be kind of in a lonely position. It's me, my wife, and, uh, and that's it. I don't have uh, I don't have the benefit of 19 people on my uh, board and and uh, you know a lot of hired lieutenants, if you will. But what I do have is a consortium of friends, colleagues, folks that I trust. They trust me. And I could call them up and say, hey, I'm dealing with this thing. What do you think? And I can get some honest information, some honest feedback, and some honest advice, some good advice from someone who has done it. Because remember, what's the number one rule about advice? Only take advice from those who have actually accomplished what you are attempting to accomplish. I've got friends, networking, people that I've known since I was a younger person that are in, in, in a successful spot in their own life that I do listen to because they have done what I am attempting to do or they have good feedback because they have seen this through their own eyes and or lost money or made money in their own business. That's who you listen to. 
Now, here's who you don't listen to. I told you about the professional. I just told you about the personal because all of us, none of us are an island. We all work with other people. Make sure you have folks that you can call up and you can take their advice and also you can seek out their counsel. It's important to not abuse this relationship. You know, if you're always just withdrawing, there's nothing there in that account anymore, right? We all have friends like that. We knew them in seventh grade, and then they leaned on us, and they lean on us, and then, you know, it's our 20s, and they, and they lean on us, and, they, and they're kind of dramatic, and they just never quite got ahead, and they just, and eventually you realize they are just bleeding you dry of your emotion, of your, of your happiness, sometimes of your money. So don't be that person. But surely to goodness, you have some relationships somewhere with some people that are very beneficial to you. You learn from them. You talk frankly with this person about business. You say, hey, I know you went through this thing seven years ago. I'm kind of in a similar situation now. Can you give me the lay of the land? And what you do to make sure that person will still meet you and have a beer or drink a Coca-Cola and talk to you is you make sure you make some deposits. You offer something in return to that person. What can you do to help that person? What can you advise him or her on? What can you do to help them further their own business or create the life that they desire of choice? I make sure that I have folks that I can turn to, but I also make sure that if they have a question, they turn to me. And that's the reciprocation that you need with this. Who do you not need to listen to? Since the episode is titled, Be Careful Who You Listen To, who do you need to really, really not listen to? And that, of course, the negative forces in your life. We all have them. Maybe we were raised with them. It might be your siblings. Uh, it might be your, your siblings that resent and, uh, and, and are envious of you. Uh, I, know, I know someone in that situation. Uh, it, could be, uh, it could be that you have uh, the people that live in your town, your neighborhood, maybe in your office, maybe even some of your employees that resent you for what you have done. And they will do what they can to harm you. See, humans really have an evil side. And this evil side resents and has envious tendencies. And so you got to be careful about those who you listen to because they will chip at you because they are so bothered. You being successful make them feel like failures. Now, you don't do this on purpose, but your very success, your very happiness, your very, your very enjoyment of life, your very creative nature, the way you've made your business, it makes those people very uncomfortable, makes them actually feel uncomfortable because they know that deep down they could be successful also, but they've chosen not to because they took the easy way. So what do they do? They try to bring you down. Be careful who you listen to because those forces are negative. Those forces are very bad for you. Those forces do not help you further your life and your business and creating the goals and achieving the goals and creating the life and business that you choose. So be careful you listen to there. Who else do you not listen to? Don't listen to those that claim that they've done what you attempt to do, but they didn't really do it. You know what I'm talking about? Well, you know what? I've been a contractor for 27 years and I wouldn't do this. Well, just because you've done something for a number of years, that does not mean that you've done it well. See this all the time, don't we? Where so-and-so 
has plenty to say, plenty of negative to say, plenty of judgment to pass on, almost wants to get in your hair and sort of drag you down a little bit. And then they'll back it up with that they're an expert because they've done something for a number of years. Well, I know, I know people that say, I've been driving for 20 years. I'm like, yeah, and that's amazing. You haven't killed yourself and several other people out here on the road. You're really bad at it. Just because you've done something for 20 years doesn't mean you've done it well. So be careful who you listen to. And that means just because someone has been able to string together, string together a few years of professionally doing something, that doesn't mean that they're good at it. I know that you're saying, but Amy, you just told me. Yeah, I've got 25 years of being self-employed, 25 years of running my own business. I think that's worth something. But it's also worth something because I've done it well. And I've gone through the reinvention phase, as we all need to do, when the marketplace changes. The episode is titled, Be Careful Who You Listen To. And I guess you need to now take out a little pen and paper, if you want. It's a little assignment. Think about the people that you do turn to for advice, who you do bounce ideas off of. Do you have that person? Because if not, create that person or persons. It's just that important, especially for those of us that run our own enterprise. It can be kind of isolating. It can be a fairly lonely little existence, can't it? We're out here running our business. We work all the time. We think about our business. We wake up in the morning thinking about our business. We're driving down the road thinking about our business. And sometimes we don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of or thoughts because we're so wrapped up in our own little business. So create those people. You know, there's that old statement by Jim Rohn. Not Rome. He's the, he's the arrogant little guy on sports. Rohn, you know, the motivational speaker that your income will average that of your five closest acquaintances or friends. Now, you shouldn't go and pick friends just based on what they earn. The point of that statement is birds of a feather do indeed flock together. There's a reason crackheads hang out with crackheads, successful people hang out with successful people, jocks hang out with jocks. You know what I'm saying? Birds of a feather flock together. Prosperous small business people, happy, happy business owners, tend to try and hang out with each other. It's good for everybody, right? So who are your people? Cultivate this and make some deposits. Don't just be on the withdrawal side. Make some deposits. How can you give them a little feedback, a little advice, a little information that they can apply to their own life and business? Then write those down. And then think through your professional relationships. I said CPA. I said accountant, banker, and attorney. Now, there might be something else depending on what you do. It could be your architect as your professional advice. It could be, uh, you know, goodness knows it could be just about anything. The most important deal is some folks should only be taken in their realm of expertise. When you move them outside of their realm of expertise, you're asking them to do something that that's not really why you hire them and why you do business with them. You don't go to the butcher at your grocery store and ask for advice on investments, probably, right? You go there and say, what's a good piece of meat that you could cut for me and my family for dinner? Same thing goes with the professional advice. Generally, stick with the people that you hire to give you that and take it, but don't take a lot other than what their expertise is. Rule number rule number uh, one about advice, only take it from those who've actually accomplished what you seek to accomplish. Write down five people right now that are your personal friends that you also can turn to for professional advice, business advice, life advice, something that you can 
someone you can actually say, hey, man, I'm dealing with this situation. You need those people because the world, the world will push you around a little bit and you're going to need somebody to turn to. Most importantly, decide who you're going to throw out of your canoe. Who are you going to cut off? Be careful who you listen to. You keep hearing negative messaging from certain people because they've always been there and you've always been there for them. It eventually is going to turn on you and make you negative. And who the hell wants that? The entire episode was dedicated to the idea that you must be careful you listen to and you must sit down here right now and think about who are you going to listen to? What have you listened to that's harmed you? Who can you throw out of the canoe? And then also how are you going to get better about taking taking the advice from the person that's qualified to give it and making you better. I'm Damian Mason. This is the Do Business Better podcast. Till next time.